We're getting more involved with all of the other aspects within the technological field where the younger generations are all on board. Um, this is a hands-on industry, so it was... This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. Wouldn't you like to be a guest on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham? Well, the link is in the show notes. And now, here's your host... Blair Durham. Greetings, 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 greetings. Very excited for today's show, which is sponsored by Milestone Mental Health Agency, Apex Financial Group of Virginia, as well as the COO team. Before we get into it, I do have a major announcement to share. Black Brand has expanded to the Dan River region of Virginia. This Saturday will be their virtual launch, an opportunity to meet their founding members. Uh, Their board members will be installed. Of course, have a special guest speaker. Again, this is a virtual event. You can get more information about it by visiting our our website, blackbrand.biz. The important thing here, though, is Maybe you're looking to start a chapter of Black Brand in your region. Maybe you are interested in infusing your area with resources to support emerging and existing Black business owners. Um, If that's you and you're saying, I would love to be a part of bringing something like this to my area, drop me a line, Blair, B-L-A-I-R, at blackbrand.biz. We offer legal support, accounting support, programming, media, really everything that's necessary to um, become the entrepreneurship hub for black businesses in your region. So I'm excited about that offering and wanted to make sure I shared that with all of you. Let's get into it. Today's show is an important one. A large percentage of African-American businesses are actually those in the beauty industry. And so joining me today are Eugene Driggers, Cassandra Custis, and Kenneth Lister of the Asher Institute of Hampton. Eugene Driggers is a cosmetology graduate uh, of Virginia School of Hair Design. Upon licensing, Eugene was hired by Asher Institute of Hampton as an instructor, where he worked his way to admissions director and eventually purchased the school in 2013, being retained as president uh, upon sale of the school in 2019. Still very much hands-on, Eugene assists students for licensing through teaching an in-house Virginia State Board preparatory class. How are you, Eugene? Doing great. Thank you, Blair. Thank you. And thank you for the important work that that you do in the community. Also joining me is, as I mentioned, Cassandra Custis. Here has always been a passion of Cassandra's, uh, also known as Miss C. She's been a master stylist, an advanced master educator with Asher Institute of Hampton Incorporated for almost 15 years with a certified training in color, cuts and weaving, and knowledge of all expertise of the beauty industry. Welcome, Cassandra. How are you? I'm well. Thank you for having me. Good morning. The timing is good. I was looking for someone certified in color. 
<laughs> we can talk more about that offline. Uh, and finally, Kenneth Lister. Kenneth loves his career as a master instructor for Asher Institute of Hampton and prides himself on remaining connected with current barbering and cosmetology trends and phases. He's very passionate about educating his clients on hair care products and services. Kenneth also balances his time between family and community activism, believing by example to be a beacon of hope for his community. Welcome, Kenneth. How are you? Morning. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for being here. I got to start by kind of asking the obvious question, um, and that really has to do with COVID nineteen. Curious to hear from each of you, beginning with you, President Jerker. How has the industry at large been impacted, and how is Asher Institute uh, navigating and pivoting during the age of COVID nineteen? Well, of course, the huge impaction has been the fact that we have not been able to have students in school actively attending until just recently. So all education was done online through a program called MindTap. That is finding good because it gives students their theoretical knowledge, but it did not give them the ability to be able to have the hands-on working knowledge, which is so important in our industry. The working knowledge of hands-on doing the practical things is just as important as the theoretical knowledge. So that has been a great hindrance to us until we finally made the decision after careful scrutinization of our organization, having all sanitation and disinfection procedures in place, that we were able to open the school up for our students to come back into the school full time and also start receiving clients. So that has been a blessing for us being able to do that. Congratulations on the reopening. I can imagine that has been uh, significant to say the right. least. Thank um, you very much. Yeah, for sure. would love to hear from you, Cassandra. How are the students, um, how are they acclimating inside this new environment with the different policies in terms of sanitization and, and so forth? Um, has um, the adjustment been Well, it was certainly um, a major adjustment, um, as Mr. Uh, Driggers mentioned, that um, this is a hands-on industry. So it was very much a culture shock for uh, the students, but also for the instructors as well. Um, this is something this is an industry where, you know, we've been hands on for many years. So um, going to an online program was certainly a culture shock. Um, however, we still had to do what was necessary to keep the students acclimated with their education and with their hands on as much as they could. But that was a uh, part of uh, the reason uh, we made the decision to start moving back into um, online, which we started first at, I mean, I'm sorry, moving back into on campus. We started first at 25%, um, which was only a couple of days or so. And then we went to 50% um, where we brought them back three days. And then we have just recently moved to 100%. Um, Of course, with 
sanitation and spacing. Um, we just made sure we had everything in place, large enough classrooms, um, stations separated at least six feet, um, hand sanitizers near every class. We really went over it over and over again. It wasn't a decision that we made overnight. We really uh, went weeks going through the processes of what it would look like um, and how we would adjust as instructors, getting them back, how they would adjust. And it was kind of a slow process. And we're, we're moving forward um, to actually, you know, getting back to norm, but not to norm. <laughs> of course, the pandemic has changed all of us and it has changed uh, a lot of schools, a lot of businesses and a lot of industries um, right now. So I think we are all um, at a place where we're trying to get to the new norm. Um, but it has it's working for us very, very well. Um, and we're thankful for that. That's good news. I want to pose a similar question to Kenneth. Um, you know, I've got a number of friends in the industry. Um, and while they have made the decision that they are going to continue in the industry, a number of their industry friends have decided, I've got to leave the industry. I have to find something else to do. COVID has made it such that this is just not, I don't even want to be in this particular business any longer. What would you say? Is this still a viable industry uh, for, for individuals to pursue? I would say it absolutely is. Um, it's all about resilience is the, the, the key and um, coming up with a plan, which I can honestly say with the leadership of Ms. Ms. Lewis that um, we came up with a plan before we just started reacting. We uh, kind of reset, thought about it, like how can we still deliver you know, I promise and our mission statement to the students. And that's the same thing with any business. You know, you uh, come up with your mission statement and you just have to stand true, true to that and stay grounded and really just take your time and be strategic on how you're going to deliver the service you want to deliver. And sometimes you're going to have to make adjustments according to the situation because it's probably going to be normal. And, um, you know, the thing about a new normal is just being, you know, articulate in what you're doing. So I think that is absolutely a that's still going to thrive regardless, you know, because at the end of the day, honestly, people need a hair done dead or alive. So, you know, it's one of those things that's going to always be around some way, somehow, you know. Um, so I absolutely do think it's something that, you know, can be possible and thrive and still make it through all this pandemic and any other changes yet to come. Makes sense for sure. President uh, Drager, let me ask you this question. What, so are we open for enrollment right now? Yes, we are. We have we have never we never stopped. I asked that question. I asked that question because for as many as I know that have said, ah, I'm done with this, there are still others who have said, you know what, I think I think this might be a good time for a career change. Right? <laughs> so I'm curious to know what what is the enrollment process? Well, our enrollment process is the fact of actually calling in or if if through social media 
we see that someone has been or is interested. We have the contact information. We'll actually get in contact with that person, discuss things individually with them. If they show that intense interest and they actually want to come in, we make the arrangements for them to be able to come in, take a complete tour of our facility, um, fill out an actual application for the school, making all the discussion in regards to what is going on and what they can anticipate. So we've continually been doing uh, enrollment, even during the COVID aspect, because of the the ability that we had to be able to do the distance learning online through the MindTap program that we utilize. So we've never stopped doing admissions. We just did it in a different way where it was safe for everyone. Yeah. On your website now, aiofhampton.edu forward slash admissions. You can get information about the various programs that are available. Seeing here, uh, you offer programs not just for those interested in doing hair, getting into barbering, but also for instructors uh, or those interested in becoming instructors. Who can talk a little bit more about the instructor program? Yes, the instructor program, of course, is for those uh, licensed individuals who have a intense interest in being able to educate other individuals like they have received at education itself. And our instructor program is a total of 600 hours that must be completed. So, you know, at this time, you know, all of those hours are being done within the school. It is a combination of a theoretical aspect plus the fact of doing hands-on because as a student instructor, you are now teaching students in school who are going through school to become a barber or a cosmetologist in the hands-on aspects. So it's still part of your responsibility as a student instructor to pass along your knowledge in regards to that. And then I would say we're unique when it comes to um, student instructors or any students at all, because we really go far beyond to make sure they get all the tools they need to be successful in the field in all aspects. So, you know, all our um, newer students, barber or cosmetology um, or student instructor or instructor um, gets a quite unique set of skills that sets them uh, um, apart from uh, the average instructor or student. Yes, definitely key. I see here. So in order to enter the instructor program, uh, one needs to already be licensed as either a barber or a cosmetologist or both. One or the the other. Fantastic. Looks like a dynamic, a dynamic offering. AI of Hampton.edu again is, is the website. Taking a look here, um, military benefits, uh, financial aid is offered. Um, Cassandra, do you want to chime in about the way in which the financial aid processes work? Yes. Well, actually, um, when the student uh, contacts the school, which is the uh, very first thing that we do, the first initial contact, whether they uh, fill out an application on our online website, 
Um, and sometimes, you know, everybody is a part of the marketing um, where a student may tell a friend, where an instructor may speak to a potential student, or et cetera. Um, that process is move, moves forward. Um, then our admissions representative would have them to fill out their financial aid um, forms. And once that financial aid has been accepted um, and there's no discrepancies with that, then they'll move forward or whatever type of funding they have, whether it is um, the veterans funding or whether it is financial aid or whether it's student loans. Um, but once that process is done by the student and or parent, depending on whether they are dependents or not, um, then the next process, once they're cleared, is moving forward to have some counseling from the financial aid instructor. Of course, she sits down with the student and lets them know what they'll be looking like financially, sets up um, plans um, and whatever is feasible for the student and or parent, uh, et cetera. And once that is done, then they move on to the education part, which is their orientation. Um, orientation, they receive all of the information needed as far as their school catalog, um, what their program looks like, um, rules and regulations of the school, et cetera. Once orientation is completed, then we go ahead and get them acclimated to their instructor um, so that they can prepare for their first day. And then we also offer incentives with uh, a friend telling a friend about the school. So students um, also offer awesome. incentives. Everybody, you know, as well as the student instructors. So we really work hard to, you know, try to connect with the community and anybody that has a dream, basically. Wonderful. If you've just joined us, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, talking with Asher Institute of Hampton. Uh, for those that may be interested in a career as a cosmetologist, a barber, or perhaps uh, instructor. Really, really exciting information. So I wanted to ask this question, and I'll, I'll pose it to you first, uh, President Jagers. I remember being in school, in high school, um, and there were a number of programs that were sort of connected to the high school that I attended, whereby individuals could obtain their cosmetology or their barber license. Is ASHA connected to the public school system um, for individuals that might be wanting to go that route? At this time, no, we are not, but it is something that we have in mind that we have to do the proper um, um, investigating, so to speak, to be able to do this in the proper fashion to do so. We're also looking at uh, maybe setting up some externships with students that we have that are considered to be senior students where they would actually be able to go out and work in a salon, get credit for those hours that they're in the salon towards their student attendance program. So there are lots of things that we're looking at and that we're working towards to be able to expand what we make available for the community itself. Absolutely. Good segue. Yes. Did you want to add to that, Cassandra? Yeah, I, I was just basically going to say that, you know, we uh, have been in this location um, for a little about a year. Um, however, we are descendants of a Virginia School of Hair Design, um, creating, created, of course, a new name, which is Asher Institute of Hampton. So we've been acclimated in this area for over 50 years, almost 60 years. However, the new location. Wow. 
we have been reaching out to a lot of our community, um, letting them know that we're back, that we're open, um, that we are taking clients. Of course, the clients come in for uh, student practice uh, so that students can get, uh, you know, some type of uh, practice on live clients. We, we've also um, held several events. Um, whereas we've introduced ourselves to this area, we are located here um, on uh, uh, Mercury Boulevard, um, and we are right on the corner of Mercury Boulevard, actually in Marshall Lee Drive. So it's a new location, and so we've been kind of a, a, a hidden jewel, um, but we are we have been making big strides um, as far as in, in connecting uh, with other people in the community, um, as far as to let them know that we're here. And that the availability is open for, um, you know, young people or or anybody for that matter to be able to um, take up a new trade. As you said before, um, when you were talking about pandemic and how businesses, some, of course, stopped. But it was all it also put other people in the mindset of, you know, challenging themselves to um, start their own businesses or to start new careers and to be able to actually focus a, a lot of things as far as worldwide had stopped. So people were in that better mindsets, of course, to be able to initially start something that they may have, you know, had in their minds or in their hearts a while. And, you know, now at the time and the opportunity to do it. And I think that Asher Institute of Hampton um, possibly was one of those big deals for some people because we did continue to get enrollments. Um, during pandemic. Um, of course, as Mr. Jurgis said, we did it very safely. Uh, we, we did Zoom a lot. We did a lot of phone calls, but we continued to enroll. So it just let me know that a lot of people were actually going to, you know, start their dreams and, and just get into the world and, and start building on what they wanted their successes to be. Mm-hmm. I'll go to you, Kenny, uh, Mr. Lister. You had an interesting segue, Cassandra, um, in thinking about the fact that you all offer services at a pretty significantly discounted rate uh, to to the general public. I know a lot of times here you know, folks will complain about what it costs nowadays to get your to get your hair done. Um, talk a little bit about this side of the program, that hands-on experience that the students get, and then the benefit to the community um, of the way that this process works. Absolutely. So um, we're really big on making sure education's first. So we have these great prices to make it more affordable for people to come in so our students can get their hands on real life experience they need. You know, theory is a very, very important part. But in this industry, what we perform is, uh, you know, sort of what we learn through school. So, you know, we want to articulate the the all the hard work we put into our curriculum each day as instructors and we really really think about it and we really really try to incorporate our realized experiences out in the field because all of us been in the field for many years and we want and we know that it changes all the time so we even have to educate ourselves continuously and we're really big on educating our instructors here in this facility and also in other training classes to deliver that to our students so we're really big on the hands-on experience to transfer it to our students. So we know that when they get out in the real world, they're a reflection of who Asher is and also a reflection of what the real world is. So through through the pandemic, that was one of the biggest things that we want to deliver through our strategic planning is how are we going to deliver that same real life experience so these people be well-equipped 
when they step foot in real world. And we came up with this great state-of-the-art um, school. So, like, the building is beautiful. Like, you know, I really suggest people just come in and visit and, you know, tell a friend. We have open enrollment. Um, and you can just come and ask for a tour of the school because it's a great building with all kinds of things to help prepare a person for the real-life experience of being out there in the field because once you're out there, you know, there's no room for mistakes. So we try to prepare people that and um, let them make the mistakes here and uh, learn from and be a better equipped stylist all the way around. That's perfect. We're going to take a break. Uh, we'll come back. And then on the other side of that, we'll have more with President Drigger, Cassandra Custis, and Kenneth Lister. We'll get into a conversation about natural hair. Excited about that. Be back in just a moment. Hey, this is Seiko. DJ Seiko Varner, the producer of this podcast. So when I'm not producing podcasts, I'm actually DJing wedding receptions, corporate events, proms, other formals, and I would love to take care of your special event. So our company is Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. That's www.positivevibes.net. We've been performing for over 25 years and we would love to bring our expertise and our fun to your special event. Positive Vibes Incorporated, www.positivevibes.net. Peace and prosperity. The biggest financial asset that you have going for you by miles is the value of your own earning power over the years. If you fail to plan, you're planning to fail. More important business insights are on the way. Stay locked in. Black Wall Street Today will be right back after these messages. Are you a 757 business owner? Do you desire to make new connections and grow your community involvement? Could you benefit from taking classes to sharpen your skills? Well, join Black Brand, Hampton Roads Regional Black Chamber of Commerce. Completing a membership application is simple. Just click onto our website at www.blackbrand.biz or download the app. We look forward to meeting and building with you soon. Welcome back. It's the 137th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham talking with a good number of representatives from Asher Institute of Hampton. Uh, they are a, a school as well as a place where folks in the community can go and receive services uh, provided by provided by those students. Excited to have a Black-owned beauty and barber school on the show today. This is a has been a great conversation thus far. I want to have a conversation that's on my mind, probably on the minds of our listeners. Let's talk about natural hair. I want to talk about texture um, and, and the work that goes into. Um, Servicing natural hair. Who wants to start? Oh, I, I'll start. Um, natural hair. So um, let me just uh, share a little bit of, of my experiences um, because I have been in this business in complete probably almost 30 years. I'm also a behind the chair stylist as well, and I'm also a salon owner. Um, I can say that uh, natural hair, um, it's definitely a big deal. I know years ago, uh, I, I don't mind sharing my age. I'm, I'm 48 right now, but I remember when I was younger, natural hair was a big deal uh, for my mom and my aunts there. 
there wasn't a lot going on with relaxers and, and the things that, you know, we're putting and adding to our hair now. So um, I've seen that uh, history repeat itself. So I can say uh, maybe about, uh, I'm going to say eight to six years ago, I would buy probably three relaxers per month. Uh, I am now down to one relaxer every three months. Every, probably about 85 to 90 percent of my clientele is all natural. So a lot of the young ladies are living chemical free. Um, they're moving into uh, the natural styling and uh, such as braiding, et cetera. Uh, natural hair is definitely a big deal now. So the process of taking care of natural hair as a stylist uh, is very important. I can remember 20 years ago, 25 years ago, when I went to hair school, uh, we didn't have natural hair styling in our books, uh, in the books that we were using uh, to um, educate ourselves. Uh, that changed probably about 10 years ago, whereas they added a wiggery chapter, which includes um, adding hair and, and braiding and natural hair and, um, and the uh, lock process, uh, et cetera. So it has changed significantly to whereas natural hair styling is a big deal, so much so that it had to be added to programs. So students are taught that wow. as well here. Let me interject yes. really quick, really, really quickly, Cassandra. I want to ask this question of both you sure. and Kenneth. Um, are you training your stylist to train their clients as to how to take care of their natural hair? Absolutely. Absolutely. Of course, while students are in school, um, they're taught, of course, to retail. Um, and in order to retail, you have to know your product um, and you have to know what product you're going to be using on a na on natural hair. Um, so we do teach that to the students as well. But also as a stylist, you are or, or a salon owner or even, as you said, in pushing the information to your students. You do want to teach them natural, healthy hair and how to maintain healthy hair care. Because as as we all know um, and how we've seen the fads change over a 20 year period, whereas uh, braiding might be a big deal, weave might be a big deal. And now natural hair is a big deal. So everything always reverts back to natural hair. Anything happens, you have to go to natural hair to treat it. So it is very, very important. And it is also major. Um, that we teach this to the students so that when these fads uh, disappear or, or dissipate and go away, that they still know natural hair. They still know healthy hair care. Um, it is a very, very important uh, element that we definitely teach here at Asher. And it's something major that's on the scene right now, even in the salon world. All of your style, most stylists, I'm going to say 90 percent of the ones that I know are acclimated to natural hair. They have some type of regimen to keep up natural hair or healthy hair care. Um, a lot of what we're seeing right now is, is the image of a look uh, where as you're wearing your weaves and your braids and et cetera. But there comes a time, you know, where uh, a young lady or even, even a gentleman may have some type of scalp issues or hair issues, et cetera. So you definitely want the student who is then going to become a salon stylist or a barber stylist to know the basics of healthy hair and to be able to maintain healthy hair and be able to introduce that to people so that they're able to give that same information to clients for upkeep. So a client is able to, once they leave the salon, to be able to take care of their hair and that they know and 
understand the processes, because that is one thing uh, when you sit in a chair, whether you sit in a chair at a school or even at a salon or barbershop, if something is going on with your hair, you want to inform stylists who can say, hey, um, I can give you a regimen that when you leave here, you know, your, your hair is going to be OK and it will remain healthy. We touched on an area of passion for Miss Cassandra. Did you want to add to that, Kenneth? Um, yeah. For me, since Barbara is like my specialty, um, natural, I have a thing for natural hair. I love natural hair. I think it's one of the most beautiful things that any person can do is keeping it natural. Um, despite the texture. And that's one of the things we teach our students here is that, you know, all hair is beautiful. It comes in different textures. It's just about how to manage it and educating the students so they can educate their clients. is very, very key in that. Just letting people know, you know, sometimes less is better um, when it comes to hair. You know, uh, a lot of people, and I've seen it all the time, a lot of people over-process their hair, over-color their hair, over, you know, put a lot of heat to their hair, you know, over-moisturize their hair. And the main thing about that that leads to that is the fact that they just don't understand their hair type. They don't understand that, you know... It's just like skin. You know, sometimes some people skin oily, sometimes it's dry. And it's the same thing with your scalp and hair. And some people just don't understand what they have. So once you educate on what type of hair they have and how to manage it, you will see that uh, natural hair is very, very beautiful. And it and it just it's just one of my things. I just love natural hair. So but so I'm really big on educating people about that. Even when I'm cutting hair, you know, even for the guys, you know, we wake up and don't care. We just keep it moving. Um, I even let them know, hey, you know, you can do this to your hair and educate them. And you'd be amazed how many people like, you know, nobody never told me that. So I'm really big about uh, the education part on anything that we uh, perform and do for the students and also give it to the customer so they can take home and come back. And it makes our jobs easier, too, because it's, it's, it's a lot sometimes when people don't know what kind of hair they got and try to you know, put a comb through it or clippers, you know, you'd be amazed at some of the challenges we run into all the time, but education is key. Yeah, I'd like to get into some of the technical pieces here. If you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. I'm talking with President Eugene Driggers, Cassandra Custis, and Kenneth Lister, all of the Asher Institute of Hampton. We're having a great conversation about uh, natural hair and natural hair care. I want to pose this question. We've got about four minutes um, it's often said that you know, African-Americans tend to have, what is it, 4B, 4C hair texture? Is that right? Maybe. Not sure. But let somebody respond to that. And I would love to hear from you um, what exactly that means. And I know Kenneth kind of laid it out in terms of moisturization, coloring, processing. What are your recommendations for day-to-day maintenance of those particular hair types. So I recognize a lot of what goes on and what goes into hair is taking place outside the salon, right? So what, what is your recommendation for the, for the natural hair 4B, 4C, or is it 4A? You tell me. <laughs> okay. Well, it can be, oh my goodness. We, we have all types of hair, 4B, 4C, 4A. There are so many different types of hair. It's just becoming acclimated with your hair and what it needs. Everything is not for everybody. For natural hair, for me, it's moisture, moisture, moisture. Um, you just have to find a product that's not too heavy, uh, whereas it's clogging the pores, um, but just a good moisture product. And then also your intake. A lot of, uh, we get a lot of myths out here as far as natural hair, as far as uh, uh, what you put on your hair topically, um, which is 
always good because you do want to protect it. You go out into the sun. You don't want it to dry out. So you definitely want to keep it moisturized. Um, however, you know what, what you're eating and, and, and drinking plenty of water um, and, and vitamins. And, you, you know, your intake is very important. A lot of the topical products that don't be balls, et cetera. Uh, and this is not to put a particular product on on blast because there's so many different types of products out there, but they are not necessarily um for um, everybody, you have to uh, basically get to know your hair. Uh, you're probably going to go through several products before you actually find out what type of product actually works for you. It can be too light for thicker hair. So it's kind of finding a balance of what actually works for you. And then, you know, moving forward from that. And then moving forward from that. Um, there are different types of hair. Um, but there are different types of products out here that can cover you. Again, intake is very important. A lot of the topicals are not really what make, keeps the hair healthy. Um, it is the is your water, it's your intake, it's the vitamins, it's what you're eating. Uh, but there are a lot of topical products that you can use that keeps the hair pliable, um, stops it from drying out. But again, you have to find that that balance and 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 see what really works for your type of hair. And also stimulation, um, blood circulation is also important in hair growth as well. You know, if you have good circulation, so like scalp massages, um, shampoos or, you know, just taking a breather, you know, all helps with it. Because sometimes we get um, different types of uh, trauma that happens that damage our hair. So, so just taking a breather really that makes a difference. Stress can also um, hair loss as well, but and medication, medication is key. Uh, some medications causes um, hair loss, but if you can get the blood circulation in your scalp, it also helps. You know, the hair will um, receive that circulation, so your hair will grow and it'll grow healthy. So sometimes it's just, just just relax and get a little massage or so, or you know, just take a breather. It, it helps helps a lot. Beautiful. We started with President Driggers. We're going to end with him as well. Uh, just one final question. Give us all of the pertinent contact information for those that are interested in becoming barbers, becoming stylists, becoming cosmetologists, getting their hair done, meeting you. Hook us up. How can we find Asher Institute of Hampton? Well, as you had indicated, you know, um, our website is aiofhampton.edu because we are a uh, recognized authorized educational facility. Uh, our telephone number here is 757-723-4809. So it's available for anyone to call, ask questions, et cetera, in regards to our programs. Um, you know, we, um, we are involved with Facebook. Uh, we're getting more involved with all of the other aspects within the technological field where the younger generations are all on board uh, and being constantly in contact uh, with what's happening in regards to that. But I'd also like to indicate, Blair, yes, cosmetology and barbering is the foundation of this school. It has always been the foundation of this school from Virginia School of Hair Design, even now up into us being Asher. But 
This school has great plans for the future. We are currently working on a complete curriculum that will be dedicated to nail technology, a curriculum for esthetician, and we're also looking at doing a curriculum for a culinary program, which these all things will come up in the future. So we have to have approval, not only from CHEV at the state level, from our accrediting organization, which is NACA's Department of Education, the military. We have to go through all of these organizations to get approval for any curriculum programs that we're looking to bring forward. So there's going to be tremendous growth in this industry and in this school within the few next coming years to expand to a major amount of educational programs other than just barbering and cosmetology. Barbering and cosmetology will always be our foundation. It is something we'll always be known for. But we're going to have that ability to be expanded from that in the coming years. And we look so forward to what we will bring to the community and offer them. We're at 4107 West Mercury Boulevard. Hampton, Virginia, 23666. Perfect. Thank you all so much for joining today. This has been great. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Yes. A special thank you to Asher Institute of Hampton, particularly President Eugene Driggers, as well as Master Stylist and Master Barber, Cassandra Custis and Kenneth Lister for today's show. Uh, just want to encourage you, visit the website, www.aiofhampton.edu. Thank you so much for tuning in today uh, to Black Wall Street Today, where we're building minds, building connections, and forging the path ahead toward business success in the Black community. We'll talk next week. Thank you for tuning in to Black Wall Street Today. This show is brought to you by the consulting services of Positive Vibes Incorporated. We do credit fixes, we do debt restructuring, and we put money in the pockets of real estate investors. So give us a call. We can fix your credit. We can restructure your debt. And if you're a real estate investor, I would love to put thousands of dollars into your pockets. 757-932-0177. That's 757-932-0177. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the Black community is the Black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say Black, you say Wall Street. Black, Black Wall Street. When I say Black, you say Wall Street.